Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Optional Opinion. I am your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great episode for you. This one is kind of different. I've, I've, this is, this one I've never touched on, but I kind of find it interesting to see what people are going to think about this. And I'm definitely a huge fan of this topic. Um, today we're going to be talking about why are anime games unpopular in the mainstream? And for a lot of people who kind of like know what anime is, I'm going to break down some of the history, um, that we as Americans know about anime. Um, when I talk about anime video games, um, of course, for a lot of us, we think of maybe Dragon Ball or, uh, we think of Naruto and games of those natures. Um, you know, a lot of the Bandai Namco games that have came out and some of the other stuff. But we also think about anime like Akira or Cowboy Bebop, um, you know, Carcaptor, Sakura, Santa Moon, stuff like that in Japan that some of it came to America like kind of back in the day in the early 2000s. And that still is available to watch like on uh, Funimation's uh, streaming service on Hulu on netflix you know we we kind of enjoy what it is but for when it comes to games we're not really into them or we might be who knows um but i'm kind of going to talk about why they're kind of unpopular in the mainstream but before i get into that um we got to actually go over some history like i said so we're going to take a look about what anime is um the word anime is the japanese term for animation which means all forms of animated media outside japan anime refers specifically to animation from japan or as a japanese disseminated Animation style often characterized by colorful graphics, vibrant characters, and fantastical themes. The cultural abstract approach to the words mean may open up the possibility of anime produced in countries other than Japan. For simplicity, many Westerners strictly view anime as a Japanese animation product. Some scholars suggest defining anime as specifically or quintessentially Japanese may be related to a new form of orange or orientalism sorry about that the earliest commercial japanese animation dates to 1917 and japanese anime production has since continued to increase steadily the characteristic anime art style emerged in the 1960s with the works of asamu tezuka and spread internationally in the late 20th century developing a large domestic and international audience Anime is distributed theoretically uh, by way of television broadcasts, directly to home media, and over the internet. It is classified into numerous genres targeting diverse, broad, and niche audiences. Anime is a diverse... Sorry about that. Anime is the first art form with distinctive production methods and techniques that have been overdapted over time in response to emerging technologies. It consists of an ideal storytelling mechanism combining graphic art, characterizations, cinematography, and other forms of imaginative and individualistic techniques. The production of anime focuses less on the animation of movement and more on the realism of setting as well as the use of camera effects, including panning, zooming, and angle shots. Being hand-drawn, anime is separately from, separate from reality by a crucial gap of fiction that provides an ideal path of escapism that audiences can immerse themselves into with relative ease. Diverse art styles are used and character proportions are, and features can be quite varied, including characteristically large emotive or realistically sized eyes. The anime industry consists of over 430 production studios, but there may be more including major names like Studio Ghibli, Gainix, and Toei Animation. Despite compromising only a fraction of a Japanese domestic film market, anime makes up a majority of Japanese DVD sales and even some Blu-ray sales. It has also been... It has also seen international success after the rise of English dub programming. This rise in international popularity has resulted in non-Japanese productions using the anime art style. Whether these works are anime-influenced animation or proper anime is a subject for debate amongst fans. 
and kind of when you look at uh some of the Nickelodeon animation uh from the, some of their cartoon uh they kind of uh adapted some of that style to it like the last airbender you know that has an anime style but it's kind of more western in this approach so uh for a lot of us and definitely for me um uh, growing up back up in the 80s uh we had public access and so i didn't really get to see anime until it showed on tuesday night um some people in our area will come together and they were big in uh, anime fans and they would show these japanese animation uh cart uh series or even movies that you couldn't see nowhere and some of them were really pretty much uncensored so we did see killing and we did see hair cuss words and um penny shots and stuff like that we saw that like at 11 o'clock at night on the tuesday um and you know it was paid it was paid space they they came together they paid for the space um the block to show that anime and stuff so um I used to watch it there. That's how I got known to Rama Half, Cowboy Bebop, uh, Ninja Scroll, uh, Akira, and more anime back from the 80s and 90s. I, I kind of caught on with that. Um, one of the biggest animes, though, that I remember definitely is Voltron, Defenders of the Universe. And uh, Voltron, Defenders of the Universe, is an animated television show that features a team of space explorers who pilot a giant super robot known as Voltron. Produced by Ted Copler through his production company, World Events Production, Voltron was an adaptation of several Japanese anime television series from Toei Animation. The original television series aired in syndication for December 10th, 1984 to November 18th, 1985. The first season of Voltron featuring the Lion Force Voltron was adapted from the series Beast King Go Lion. The second season featuring the Vehicle Team Voltron was adapted from the unrelated series Armor Fleet Daruger XV. Voltron was the top rated syndicate children's show for two years during this original run and this spawned three follow-up series, several comic books, and a line of toys. And of course we have the one that's available now on netflix uh you guys can check that out um there were 72 episodes and december 14 1984 to february 18 1985 uh, that was for the uh, vehicle team voltron um that came but when you kind of see it it just said voltron so um i remember definitely watching that as a tv show um as a kid and just end up loving it um and there were some things kind of cut out and the animation is kind of old um and a lot of it was like cell shaded in a sense at that time you know you didn't really have computer animation a lot of people who like toby animation and studio ghibli they all did that with hands and later on you know they started using uh computer animation to uh help enhance it and stuff so now when you see anime from now uh they really don't use uh sales anymore they pretty much draw it on the board and it's on the computer and they could go in and do the coloring they fix all the lines and you know kind of go through everything they still people still do draw by hand but when you're watching a tv show or you're watching a movie a lot of it is done uh through the, through the computer um to take a side note to this for a lot of people when they think of anime they of course they may think of dragon ball uh back in the early 2000s and early 90s um you know we had dragon ball we had dragon ball z uh but there was also a nintendo game that i do remember playing and didn't realize it was dragon ball this is um this game was called dragon power um and although the japanese french and spanish editions of the game used the familiar art and music from the dragon ball anime the u.s version is stated to be based on journey to the west with no mission of dragon ball goku was changed to more closely resemble an americanized kung fu stereotype being pictured on the box with a white gi and blue headband master roshi had been similarly changed to look more like a traditional martial arts master Boma is called nora yamcha is called lancer oolong is called pudgy pilaf is called king minos the kamahala uh, uh i'm sorry the kamahama ha 
is the wind wave and the dragon balls are referred to as crystal balls also the game has been shortened all levels that corresponded with the kung fu tournament halfway through the game have been removed furthermore all perverted references have been censored out for instance the girl's panties power up which temporarily makes goku run faster now resembles a triangle cut sandwich um and this game came out in march of 1988 um for north america and i remember playing this game my cousin had it in the song and didn't even know anything about dragon ball i was eight at the time um no seven at the time my birthday was the following month uh and just never knew that you know dragon ball actually came to america in a different form and later on when dragon ball was getting more popular you were able to see it in its fighting form and used to be like a 3d fighter for sega saturn or super nintendo and sega genesis as a 2d fighter but they all stayed in japan they never came to america so it's, it was kind of like inter, uh, kind of exciting to see. Now, importing um, during that time, during the 80s and 90s, is that companies will, not companies so much, fans will kind of buy these dub versions or buy uh, these two episodes uh, on VHS for like $60, $70. They were very... Um, expensive and they would kind of show them on tv or show them at colleges and stuff so you know people would import them and uh you know some there were some places that will you know get the rights to license them here in america and overdub them so they would uh, work on the localization and translate them and do the voice acting there and then there's some fans who actually you know just brought in they weren't professional or anything but they dubbed it they got all the lines and you know changed some things that uh hopefully americans could understand and somehow made a fan dub of it and just went in it and did it that way uh but importing was kind of a big thing for the anime community here in america and of course we also had you know anime expo we also had cosplaying and stuff going on but it was still small at that time um one of the big things though for a lot of people were was Toonami. Um, Toonami was a television program or is a television program block that primarily consists of American animation and Japanese anime. It was created by Sean Atkins and Jason, Jason DiMarco and produced by William Street, a division of Turner Broadcasting System, which is owned by AT&T's WarnerMedia. The name is a portmanteau of the words cartoon and tsunami. Tsunami initially ran as an afternoon evening block on Cartoon Network aimed at teens aged 12 to 15 from 1997 to 2008 in its original run. The block was known for showcasing action anime that became widely popular with American audiences. It was also recognized for its distinctive space-themed backdrop, anime music videos, drum and bass flavor soundtrack, and host a robot named Tom, short for a Tsunami Operations Module. On May 26, 2012, Cartoon Network relaunched Tsunami as part of its adult spin block, which continues as its Saturday night action block from its for, uh, forerunner midnight run. Shows from the older lineup have occasionally returned along with newer shows. And so, uh, yeah, Tsunami was kind of big and it's still kind of going on in a sense. Um, I don't really watch too much of uh, Cartoon Network, um, but you know, it's kind of cool to see that it's still a big thing and it's still going on. So, uh, definitely a lot of people got to see the full series of Cowboy Bebop, Sailor Moon. Uh, you were able to see the big go, uh, just, uh, Tenchu, uh, Muyo. And it's three versions of that series. You, which I actually saw Tenchu Muyo before it came to Tsunami. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, I got to watch it on. Uh, I, I I got to watch it uh, on public access, one of the movies before I got to see the TV version. Um, and so when I actually seen every seen it on Cartoon Network, and 
I still being a big kid uh, and big fan of anime at that time, I couldn't wait for it to come to DVD. And once DVD kind of got popular, a lot of anime from the 80s and 90s start showing up and I would go and buy them. And Tenshu, uh, Tenshu Muyo is one of them. It's an action kind of comedy thing that you just got to watch. Um, last but not least, uh, one of the biggest um, magazines that's kind of now defunct um, in this, um, and it was An America. Um, An America was a quarterly digest published by Viz Media. It initially started as a monthly magazine featuring reviews of anime and manga titles, as well as related works. After a preview issue was released in November 1992, the magazine's first issue was released in February 1993 with a March 1993 cover date. The magazine originally featured articles and reviews on manga, anime, and related media, as well as manga preview chapters. In 1998 An America Extra was launched as a manga anthology which eventually focused specifically on shoujo titles. It was cancelled in 2004. Viz changed the magazine's format in April 2005 with the new magazine being three different free publications of the same name. One is advertising oriented and created specifically for distribution at anime and manga conventions conventions while the other is more general scope and with a version each for distribution due to water books and border stores which is not around a similar version was later added for best buy stores all three versions have fewer and briefer articles and a lower page count and america was one of the first professional anime and manga magazines released in the united states and one of the most popular in the 1990s in 2004 it had a circulation of 45,000 readers but low sales and high competition from new type usa resulted in a central cancellation of the original magazine and is reformatted as a Free Digest. 100 copies of the first issue of the Free Digest were sent to 1,000 Warden Books and Border Stories. And that's kind of how I got more into anime, uh, was picking up in America. Uh, I had to know, like, what is the latest anime that I'm missing? Uh, what's some new series that I should check out? And, you know, they would have three or four pages of a cover um about a latest anime that was a tv series or a movie that um haven't been and i haven't came out but was in japan or is about to come out um definitely for me like that's how i was seeing uh metropolis um i learned about it and i mentioned asamu tezuka uh how he you know kind of brought astro boy over here and stuff but you know he made metropolis and i read it in america and i had to have it i had to see this beautiful animation and if you have not seen metropolis i do recommend try to find a blu-ray or dvd copy of it it is a phenomenal movie and you literally would be surprised at uh what is being shown and what they did um for that movie uh of course uh asama tezuka he passed away um of a while back uh, a couple of years ago and uh and you know he didn't get to fit, uh work on this movie and bring it out but people who remember them they created it and brought it out it's a pretty interesting thing to go see if you guys are ready to check it out so that's just a brief little history kind of how anime is was in america or kind of is now i know a lot of stuff has changed and a lot of assets have uh also you know kind of happen that people could see more of it and stuff so when i come back i'm going to talk about the more we know and the less we have and i'll be right back
So the more we know, the less we have. Um, and this is kind of talking about just anime, you know, becoming very popular. And, you know, it ended up getting oversaturated in 2000s. There was so much coming out. And it's very weird because definitely for me, when I got my first DVD player, uh, you know, I worked hard to buy my first DVD player that was like 320 some dollars. Uh, I, I was just like, oh, you know, I could now go and get all of these movies. And, uh, one of the first movies I bought was Transformers, the movie from back in the day. But then I started seeing a lot of anime popping up and I was just like, okay, every two weeks that I get paid, I would go, I'm like, let me start collecting some of some anime as a series. And I started collecting, um, Ipo Manawiki, Ipo Manakuichi, or something like that. Uh, Fighting Spirit, that's what it's called. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Um, messing up some Japanese names. Um, and also collecting um, Samurai Champlow. Um, uh, just collecting some like weird stuff. Robonny Kenshin. Uh, started getting like Ninja Scroll. Um, my neighbor Totoro, just a whole bunch of different anime and even stuff that I've never heard of, never seen, but it looked it up my alley. I would go and get it, but it started getting oversaturated. And you know, I was buying a lot of my anime at Suncoast because that's where you pretty much could find it like $20 and plus, you would get like four episodes and up. And because it got so much, it was kind of hard to keep up with it. And for a lot of places, it became a licensing, a licensing to see nightmare um definitely if you check around with some of the anime and stuff you kind of will see um how one person uh one company got the licensing for this season but uh distribution for something else and they kind of been feuding um on something trying to get stuff settled so that's why you know when people get the rights to distribute uh, animates in america they're locked in to wherever that contract is and can't nobody really touch it until maybe that five or 16 year years, whatever that contract is passed and stuff. So, you know, it, sometimes that could be a problem with it. Um, for a lot of us, we look at Dragon Ball Z or we'll look at full metal alchemist and, um, you know, just other anime that we could see and, you know, we were getting a lot of it and people have been catching up on movies and stuff. Um, but how those games got turned into video games is a different story. It's because even though people love the manga, which is the Japanese comic for that for a series, or they love that anime and stuff, they a lot of people wanted to, a lot of companies wanted to get into the merchandising of this of these shows so they would turn them into video games and it, it's kind of hard to you know really understand why um that would happen um you know we we have an idea and if we're drawing like the soundtrack of the of the series music if we're drawing the characters and the storylines and the artwork you know just everything about it you know if we're big fans of it we will pour our money out to buy these games um if you look at astro boy um that that's what like i said asama tezeku that's one of his creations and you know of course uh, the america did like a western version of it uh but we also got some video games that came out for it and even treasure who did a, a great version of on game boys of game boy events kind of got ignored because it was connected to a japanese licensed game um bandai neko even still today how they're bringing uh anime games out that a lot of us probably wouldn't touch because it looks appealing but the way that it's designed it's just like um that's not our cup of tea um Ali though there's no USA USA company uh willing to bring any series over um I look high and low for this and it might be because Bandai Neko has a lot of the Shonen Jump and Shoujo Beats and uh, a lot of the anime kind of big titles in Japan, 
they probably got a licensing thing to make those games and bring them over here um there's really not really not anyone like activision would have touched it ea wouldn't touch it which i kind of surprised like if some of these developers and publishers could actually bring some of these ips i would definitely love to see microsoft actually bring a japanese ip over here based on the anime i think that would be cool that that would be something in the right step for it um but you know i think there's just so much anime that that's out there that we know of and so much anime that people are starting to get into and talk about but there's just less that will that will come over here and pretty much you you're gonna have if you're willing to play anime it's gonna be in a fighting game or it's gonna be attack of uh on titan and stuff and i kind of wish that you know of course we have power rangers but we have the western version of power rangers um come over here just like or even you know we had gundam warriors and stuff so well and that's pretty much uh koei tecmo um but it is still like a uh, warriors dynasty warriors style game uh but that's still kind of in Japan. There's no other USA developer who will bring it over. Um, we kind of got stuff like that. Uh, so we we have less of an option to choose. Like we don't really have an RPG or we really don't have a shooter. Um, we really don't have uh, uh, now now today like a beat em up like in the sense of Final Fight or something. We don't have an indie person bringing anybody in, in the in the uh, sorry about that any of those games kind of over uh if they could you know we have persona but that's atlas and they have an anime style in this look but they don't have you know uh, actual i mean they have movies now and stuff but when persona came over it wasn't based on a manga or uh or a tv series you know it was it was atlas's kind of own ip and they just brought it over and they just kept kept on with that style so um i think if we started learning more about anime and stuff and we were able to have more games come out um and probably have a lot of usa publishers uh really to go in to work something out to bring them over to america i think i think more people will get into it to play instead of it just being such a niche kind of genre amongst certain people so uh but when i come back i'm going to talk about being outside or just um dragon ball and the and fighting games and i will be right back Okay, so being outside now for a lot of people, you know, outside Dragon Ball and some of the fighting games within uh, certain uh, games, you know, we kind of have Pokemon and we have uh, um, not Juju, uh, Juju, uh, 
that the Yu Yu show, but we have like Yu Gi Oh, and so we kind of got like card based games uh, that's there, and you know that's good and fine. You know, Yu Gi Oh is, is developed and published by Konami, uh, in a sense, uh, they have the licensing right there. Uh, if we look at Pokemon, that comes from the Pokemon company. It's connected to Nintendo, but Nintendo doesn't publish or well, Nintendo published the video games, but they don't like fully own the Pokemon games, you know, the Pokemon that all belongs to the Pokemon company. This just happens to be exclusively on the Nintendo platform to release. But when, when we kind of think about anime games, definitely if you go back to the nineties, um, I had a game called Rama half and Rama half is uh, for those who don't know or in the know, and you kind of should be in the know about this. Rama half is about a boy who gets cursed, who falls into a spring. Um, if he get hit with cold water, he turns into a girl. Um, he is engaged to marry another martial artist's daughter, uh, and hijinks ensue from there. Um, because there are characters who want to kill Rama, but, uh, they want to kill the female version of Rama, but they can't believe that it's connected to the boy version of Rama and all this jealousy and, uh, wackiness ensues and stuff. So it's about teenagers falling in love and stuff like that. Um, uh, with it being a martial arts kind of show, um, the dad, uh, Gemma, uh, he has fallen also, or he got knocked into a pit, uh, where, uh, panda drowns so anytime he's hit with cold water or docile cold water he turns into a big panda who can't speak he throws up signs uh for some people it'll be in american others it'll be in japanese where you can read the subtitles uh and they have tons of seasons out there, tons of books that you guys can check out by Viz Media. Um, just a really funny show. And for those who know, kind of know it, uh, if you look at it, you'll think of Inuyasha, where it came from the same, uh, uh, author who made Rama Half. It is a female author and stuff, and she's done, uh, other tons of work and stuff. But, um, Rama Half on Super Nintendo was kind of like this weird kind of fighting game game um you had eight characters fight amongst each other and uh you would fight the well-known characters and you know you do street fighter moves um funny thing though is that the developer in the company who made rama half the fighting game kind of made also made the same game but for some Nintendo, but made an American version. They kind of like replace people from it. And it was just like, wow, this is, this is literally Rama Half and stuff. It's interesting. Just look up Rama Half for Super Nintendo and, uh, do like, um, probably a connection to another game that came out in America and stuff. Um, some of the hardcore mainstream don't know anything much of anime. You know, we, a lot of people who look at t-shirts or look at hot topping and stuff pretty much wouldn't know a lot about today's anime. You might, you might hear about My Hero Academia, uh, but you want to hear anything like My Love Story or, you know, you probably wouldn't hear about, uh, X and, and all of these other stuff, um, Carcata Secura or, you know, uh, stuff from Clamp. And everything like that. That's oh, a lot of people from the mainstream. They probably know anime from like maybe some TV stuff, but they kind of don't know the history, like the mangas or the uh, TV shows or the OVAs, the original video animation, um, and, and the theatrical stuff that's been shown in Japan. It kind of comes over here. There's some people who are hip to it, who are hardcore gamers who know the mainstream anime, uh, and some of the side stuff. Like they'll probably know about Studio Ghibli, like Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro, um, um, just a whole bunch of uh, of those anime of uh, that anime stuff. Um, they might know some, some of that, but, you know, looking for it in video games, it's like, well, Dragon Ball is not my cup of tea. It's great that we have Dragon Balls, um, you know, as a fighter, but we don't, 
a lot of people would be like, that's not my fighting games. I'm not my cup of tea and stuff like that. Or car based games. I'm not my kind of thing. So they kind of shy away out from that. Um, recognizing the style but many aren't fans of either the genre you know like i stated earlier not being fans of car based games or fighting games um you kind of need like a beat em up or you kind of need something that's going to captivate the audience and stuff you know we have uh audio visual novels that's been done in japan but a lot of them are not here they're on pc but they're not in you know uh here on the 3ds or nintendo switch or wii u or on playstation 4 xbox we don't have anything just like that and i think if games like that came over and maybe what eight dollars or ten dollars treated kind of like an indie game now i will say there are some weird anime stuff on nintendo switch now um that's coming out that people could check out that's 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 very cool but i think we need more to come actually come to america and stuff instead of just being a game that that's a fighter or something like that or that's dragon ball or naruto related um we just need something to be um out there um being beside not playing well many licensed anime stay niche only to the anime fan um not all genres of anime games have came over and stuff like that uh so there are some strategy games uh kind of like advanced wars that is in japan but that have never came here and of course there you know when we think of hentai that's kind of like anime porn for some people um that stuff would never kind of touch consoles because it's ar related and there's you know not really a lot of anyone really going to touch that now we we have seen some on pc um and that's fine if it's on pc uh reason you know ao it was created to prevent uh children under 21 for purchasing games like that and for some people they think hentai is like uh rape rape material and some might see it in that manner some might see it in a different manner uh about that you know it's kind of like mass effect in a sense now before you get upset and be like wait what what is he talking about in Mass Effect, there is a part where you are able to romance somebody, but you got to do some work and be connected to a person to actually romance them, to have that option. And that's kind of how some hentai games are or some love games. You have to do a lot of work in order to do some of the other stuff that, um, you know, the, the lovey-dovey stuff on there. Um, there are some games in Japan that... Like you uh, have your DS uh, stick and you like rub on boys and stuff to wash them and stuff. It's, it's kind of a uh, quirky kind of thing. Now, that wouldn't work well over here, definitely. Uh, but that stuff that's in Japan that haven't came over here is always going to stay outside. Now, I, like I said, there is importing. There is ways that people have found a way to get those games off of here uh and play it on their systems how they do it is all up to them but i think if they bring up more uh anime licensed uh cartoons or tv series and stuff i think it would do i think it would be well um that people would get into it i think for a lot of the hardcore and a lot of the mainstream mainstream gamers i think we are so stuck to series that we know so well that we're boxed in and we don't know how to get out of it and i think for a lot of us because i even own naruto for xbox and i enjoy playing and stuff um i want to get dragon ball uh dragon balls for uh nintendo switch but i also want to get like some other anime games that have that haven't came out but that should come out like i kind of want to get into importing and i want to import some anime games so i could play it on my nintendo switch or play it on my ps4 or xbox one you know importing is still a is a big thing that many of us here in america don't take advantage of and i think 
definitely with Amazon Japan and stuff like that. I think we probably could fix that or play Asia. I think we could fix. I think we could fix that. I think if we get taught, or if you look at people who have been able to make a Japanese console on the Switch, you can find out how to do that. Um, you could probably end up buying some Japanese games that's uh, anime related and end up enjoying playing that. You know, I just think that there are ways that should be more available to us i would like i said i would love to play more anime themed games here in america um for and of course we got digimon i can't forget that um we also have monster rancher back on the ps1 but that was like a pokemon clone and digimon was kind of almost a pokemon clone but a lot of that stuff has has changed and stuff so um but i would just like more to come out here and just be outside of fighting games and stuff so when I come back, I'm going to wonder, um, can this be fixed? I actually have an answer for you, and I'll be right back. Can this be fixed? Yes. Uh, like I stated in the other section, um, if you could look past Dragon Ball Fighters and Pokemon uh, and even Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, I think you will find some games or some material that you may actually love. And, and I definitely recommend that you watch some anime and read some manga to understand it first. Before you do anything about getting to anime video games and stuff, you kind of want to know the context of it. Uh, and not so much as like uh, maybe like a special guest or someone that's not in the book or or in a manga or anything, I think you would thoroughly be impressed and enjoy the story for what it is. You know, I, we, as a kid, you know, I seen a lot of American cartoons, Bionic 6, um, the Muppet Babies, Batman, uh, the Bo Jackson one with Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, the Ninja Turtles. Like, I've seen a lot of it. Um, Biker Mice Go From Mars, uh, Biker Mice From Mars, and more of that stuff, even Woody Woodpecker and Looney Tunes and Scooby Doo. Like, I've seen a lot of Western uh, cartoons and stuff. And the only thing that really came out of everything for a lot of people were Barbie games, in which which was weird and the simpsons you know those is kind of the only kind of two games that i recommend and then later on like woody woodpecker ended up getting a game and scooby-doo and all of that other stuff but it was just like to understand what i'm playing or what i'm enjoying i had to do some research and i got to watch these tv series and when i got later on at you know, like I said, growing up through the 90s and in the early 2000s, buying my own DVDs and stuff like that, I was being a, watching a lot of anime. And then when I got into the manga scene, like reading Rama Half and reading uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Bleach and 
chess uh, death note and stuff like that i started understanding more of what i'm getting into and hopefully stuff coming over to japan and even gotten into some music soundtracks you know i i really got into the japanese culture of anime and manga and i need to j- actually jump back in i kind of stopped for a while uh due to just i didn't fall out of it i still loving this stuff but i just started moving or more to watching movies and critiquing them and seeing like new stuff that could be offered and stuff uh and uh, uh, ghost in the shell i should also say um you know they have many iterations in video games and stuff uh and even the movie adaptation which i think is a the movie adaptation uh that that the that was like made from the west uh, i think that's still a good one very good i still still do enjoy that i love the visual aspect of that um if you guys could look at some gameplay if it's available for a game before you import and stuff that would be also helpful too you might enjoy some of the stuff from the past uh and stuff from the future and just be like wow i really am impressed that some of these games look this way now not saying that all anime games are bad sometimes the the gameplay is not tight enough it's it's enough for those who are into it and can take what they get and make the best out of it but i think there are some stuff that people will be definitely impressed about it now if you are not into anime games but you like the anime style of games like i mentioned uh persona is a good one um shin megan say uh tensu uh that's kind of the main series like a lot of atlas games really use uh, anime style look for their games so you may be into that and then there's just like a lot of for playstation uh that is anime stuff that you just never heard of and you be into it you might be like okay i'll pick this up it's 30 40 bucks or it's cheap or it's an indie game that that's on ps4 or switch or xbox that you'd be like you know what i'll pick it up i'll get into this i'll try it it may look weird and that might be my cup of tea but hey it's a platinum or it's an achievement stuff or i just like having it in my system i i could probably enjoy it and stuff and of course you'll get voice acting and some other stuff um that might be not you're not used to but you might thoroughly enjoy it and stuff so but if you're interested yeah just look at some gameplay stuff um since systems are reaching free nothing wrong with ordering and porting like i stated earlier um if a sale or used copy is available try it license or not nothing's wrong expanding your horizon you know like i stated you try something new i think for a lot of us in the video game uh community we don't try a lot of things you know i I have my opinions about stuff, but I am willing to try to somebody recommends it. I'm willing, I'm willing to go and put some money down. It's, it's funny that uh, I'm talking about this because I just bought NBA 2K19 for Nintendo Switch. I haven't bought a sports game. And I and to my good old friend, John O'Hagan, love you, dude. Uh, I still need to buy NHL. <laughs> uh, the last time I actually bought a... Uh, a sports game that is licensed like the NFL, NBA, or anything like that was like a Capcom game for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, Capcom made a football game. Uh, that was the last time I bought a sports game for any system. Uh, normally, I wouldn't count like NBA Gym or anything like that. That stuff is more arcadey, but like for a series to be like, oh, you know, um yeah like i didn't even buy like smackdown or anything like that like a wrestling game like nba 2k19 is like my latest and it's been years from super nintendo to nintendo switch that is decades and years of generations that i actually bought a sports game um still need to buy fifa also but you know it's it's something i'm willing to try and i think i'm going to begin into a lot of anime games and kind of like reviewing them and talking about them and showcasing them because i don't think there's a lot of people who do it and i would love to get more people into it It, like i said it might not be your cup of tea but if you're willing to try it you know what can what can hurt 
what more can hurt? You know, you you pretty much play everything under sun under the sun for a lot of other games. So why not try this one? I I say so. I think it can be fixed, and I think we can get a lot of people who are into like the mainstream of games and stuff. I think we can um actually get into helping people play some of these games, and this problem could be fixed. So when I come back, I've got some recommendations, and then I'm gonna let you guys go when I come right back. So, um, here's some recommendations, uh, for, from me, uh, if you guys can check, like, kind of check them out, um, Astro Boy for the DS, I do recommend that game, it's from Treasure, uh, you can check out my episode that, you know, I dedicated, um, episodes to Treasure and why I love them, why I think they're one of, like, one of my favorite developers, uh, too, so you guys could listen to that. Um, Naruto, if you guys have an Xbox or a PlayStation or even a Wii U or wherever or DS or wherever you can find this game, even a Wii or stuff, if, whatever series of the Naruto games that you can find, you may you may enjoy it. So I say give it a try. Um, some visual novels on Steam, just look it up. You'll be able to find some stuff from there for all your PC crowds. Um. PlayStation owners, Nino Kuni 1 and 2. I definitely do recommend both games. You know, Nino Kuni 1, uh, Studio Ghibli helped with that one. And then uh, Level 5 just did two on their own. They look beautiful. I think you would definitely enjoy it. Even though uh, Nino Kuni 2 is and Nino Kuni, uh, Kuni 1, I, they're both original games and stuff. They have that anime style that you, I think people would definitely definitely love um like i mentioned earlier gundam warriors and um crazy enough fist fist of the north star um if you want something bad and comedic and there's multiple versions i was able to play fist of the north star on the nes but i think it was named something else but there is some kind of like warriors game for ps3 i believe and there's a new one for ps4 that i hear is like completely terrible <laughs> so if if you if you feel like you want to play some bad games and stuff, try it out. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Yu-Gi-Oh is a great one. Um, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Persona is a great one also. Um, and uh, maybe Attack on Titan for those who are into the series. And definitely, like I said, check out check check out some gameplay. Definitely look at some video game anime magazines that's themed. Uh, they have games that you may have never heard of that available here in america that you might want to try out you know nothing wrong is wrong with like i said expanding your horizons and but i think 
you know, a lot of us just need to get into it. Uh, even like I said, even though it's not your cup of tea, it wouldn't hurt to, uh, to get someone like i would love personally for me and i may try this uh i would love to give my ngr family an anime game and just be like hey you didn't have to buy it i gifted to you but i want you to try it get get your opinion of it and hey if it's a if it's something that you know you could platinum or you could uh get a 1000 point achievement in it go ahead and do it and enjoy it you know just to have something really quirky or really cool in your video game library so when i come back i'm going to do some plugs and i'll let you guys go and have a great weekend weekend when i come right back You guys can check out more of Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Also, you guys can follow me on Twitter at that retro code. You can also check out um, more shows that I do, like uh, Nintendo Power Block and Arsenal X, which is our Nintendo and Xbox podcast. You can check that all out on ngrradio.com. Uh, you can check out Pod and Play. Uh, Nerds Gone Platinum, Nerds Gone Rogue, B-Size, and more at NGRRadio.com and our individual YouTube channel. Um, you can uh, check out the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. I like their Facebook page and follow them on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. Um, Secret Friends Unite, you can check out their podcast on Podomatic, iTunes, and Stitcher. Like their Facebook page and follow them on Twitter at Secret Friends U. And subscribe to their YouTube page, Secret Friends Unite. Uh, Nindy Nation can be found on iTunes and at the NintendoVillage.com. You can also find them on Facebook and on Twitter at Nindy Nation. You can find Nintendo Domain at NintendoDomainPodcast.com. YouTube.com slash Thing Matter and Twitch.tv slash Nintendo Domain Podcast. Uh, The Devon Cox Experience and the Skyward Cast. You can check on iTunes. Uh, You can email this show um, at myout2comments at yahoo.com. You can follow me, like I said, on Twitter at that retro code. You can read optional opinion blogs on IGN.com under anime. And you can find my other series, The Moment at SkirmishFrost.com. I will say that um, if you want to read more optional opinion blogs also, you could go to NGRRadio.com. That's where I'm posting now a lot of my blogs but you can all read some of my old material on ign.com under anime um you can come see me on twitch and subscribe at the lyrical one and watch my let's learn series uh, i will be getting back into that for 
2019 and there's just going to be more shows and more stuff that I'm going to be doing on NGR radio along with doing stuff on my own uh, check out world one one podcast also we are on Podbean, so you can go to popping.com and look up world one one podcast uh, and find out more info that we have there you can email the show also at world one podcast at gmail.com and check us uh, check us out there uh, just had a great show and debate that you guys would thoroughly enjoy um there are episodes that i'm not going to be on it but you will be able to hear a yoshi yak segment where i'll be recording a little bit and uh you know giving my opinion of what i've been playing and uh, a topic and stuff so you guys will be able to check that out but everybody have a great day have a great weekend great night whenever you hear this um before i go kind of want to run down the music that i played for this episode um you guys can check it out on YouTube. It's Re Plus uh, Nighttime by Voice Out. Sailor Moon S. Sailor Sishi Hip Hop Slash Trap Remix at the Homie Winston. Um, Car Captain Secure. Play Your Cars Right. Freestyle Beat inspired by at Wiki Rose. Speed Racer Hip Hop Symbol Mac 5. Uh, that's Boss Field the Fear Ferocious. You guys can check out his channel right there. Um, Cowboy Bebop. Tank Hip Hop Instrumental Slash Remix at PMC Laughlin 49. Uh, Running Warriors Hoshi No Lullaby Rap Beat at Styles T Diverse M at Styles T 10. And the last one that I'm playing for you guys is the Voltron Hip Hop Beat Remix that I hopefully you guys will enjoy. You know, I had to do the uh, music for the show, anime theme. Of course, we hear some hip hop beats to it. So, hopefully, you guys will have a great week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some Smash Brothers. Enjoy some anime games. Or, you know, go out and watch some anime, watch some manga. And if you're into it and they have a video game that, you know, read reviews and that you guys are interested in, uh, let them know. Um, also, you guys can email me at myop2comments at yahoo.com I don't know if I got that across so I apologize in advance for that um, but yeah uh, I'm going to be watching some anime over the weekend uh, we got the holiday break coming up and stuff um, to let you guys know I am going to be doing the uh, game of the year episode uh, that will be coming next year uh, so just the, way, the same way that I do it uh, did it last time I'm going to have my titles and my themes um uh, and uh when i get into the individual stuff of course i'm going to be playing the music for you guys to know who the winner is of that so hopefully you guys will tune into that episode i thoroughly enjoy it and cannot wait to um really record that and let everybody know what i think a lot of people know what i think is game of the year but there are more stuff that i and that's why i love the optional opinion game of the year awards because i could just award anything and everything what i want to award um so with that everybody have a great week have a great weekend have a great holiday have a great christmas kwanzaa you know for those who did celebrate hanukkah uh hopefully you guys had a great hanukkah also so everybody um i will see you next time on optional opinion and with that i am out peace from uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, defender of the universe, of mighty robots.